Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, Culture Kids family. Can you believe it's been a whole year of adventures with us? To celebrate, we're hosting our very first anniversary giveaway. Let's talk about our prizes first. Our lucky winner, announced on October 20th, will receive a $50 Amazon gift card. And for the second prize, we've got a special treat. A box full of Korean snacks. It's packed with goodies we've discussed in our episodes, perfect for both kids and grown-ups. To enter the giveaway, just head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Let us know what you love about Culture Kids. So we know which review is yours. Snap a screenshot of your review and send that screenshot to hello at culturekidsmedia.com. Once again, that's hello at culturekidsmedia.com. Or you can direct message us on Instagram at culturekidsmedia. So October 20th is the big day. Celebrate our anniversary with us. And no matter where you are in the world, all of our listeners are welcome to participate. And you can find all the details in our show notes as well. And now, here is our latest spooky episode. Hello, Culture Kids! Welcome to our show. We are a family podcast empowering a generation of kind and empathetic citizens of the world. Today, we have a special episode on Asher's favorite holiday of the year, Halloween, because it's coming up in just a matter of few weeks. We're going to dive into the origins of this mysterious holiday with a special guest from the United Irish Cultural Center of San Francisco. Hello, Culture Kids. My name is Asher, and I'm your host along with my mom, Kristen. As we sat down to learn about the origins of Halloween, it was very clear that when it came to this spooky day, many customs and traditions originated from the country of... Ireland. Let's meet our guest, Miss Mora. Nice to have you on the show. Hey, culture kids. Hello to Kristen and Asher. Thank you for being here. Can you tell us about yourself? Maura Clerkin here. Very honored to be speaking on behalf of the United Irish Cultural Center of San Francisco. Had the pleasure of working as an Irish storyteller. I run a, um, a program called Once Upon a Time in Ireland, and I teach Irish dance with drama based on Irish myths, legends, fairy tales, and culture. Awesome. Very honored to be a youth summer camp programmer with the United Irish Cultural Center in San Francisco. Very cool. Well, thank you because it's my favorite holiday. And I love decorating the house with spooky decorations. <laughs> Halloween is a very big part of Irish culture. Halloween was a, was a very central part of our upbringing because the Irish 
celebrate Halloween, known as Samhain, in a very big way. So the whole world celebrates Halloween, but the Irish like to think that they started it. Could you tell us about the history of Halloween and where it came from? The history of Halloween. Well, it's an ancient, going back probably thousands of years. It's a Celtic tradition, meaning it's not just Ireland, but the the Celtic nations of Ireland and Scotland in particular. Celtic? Could you explain what that is? Celtic refers to a group of ancient people who lived in parts of Europe, like Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, a long time ago. Got it. It's also used to describe their unique languages, art, and traditions, which have left a fascinating mark on history and culture. In America, we pronounce it Celtic. But Miss Mora says Celtic like with the K. Why is that? In Ireland, the word Celtic is typically pronounced with the K sound, similar to the British English pronunciation. But in America, the word is pronounced as Celtic. Spelt with a C and also I think the French pronounce it Celtic. Interesting. (laughs) Miss Mora, could you tell us about the history of Halloween and how it came from Ireland? Well, Asha, let me just put it this way. Ireland and Scotland mainly celebrate uh, in their ancient calendar two halves of a year, the light and the dark. And the dark starts on Halloween. Samhain is the name Halloween in in Irish, which has got an unusual spelling, S-A-M-H-A-I-N. But it's pronounced Samhain. Mm-hmm, that's, that's true. And that lasts from October 31st to November 1st. It's overnight. Samhain really means dark or winter or November. And it represents the start of winter and the end of the harvest. So it's when all the apples and nuts and vegetables and crops and everything has been gathered. And it's a celebration of the Celtic New Year. So in the Celtic tradition, Samhain is like their version of the new year, a time of change, reflection, and connection with the spiritual world. Oh, that's cool. I guess it's kind of like how some places in Asia, they celebrate New Year at a different time. It's really when the physical world, the world that we see all around us, meets the unseen world, the world where departed ancestors our loved ones who passed into the next realm, whichever, whatever you want to call it. And when those two worlds meet, they say it's um, there's a very thin veil. The veil is at its thinnest. If you think of like a, a curtain, and it's very, very thin between October 31st and the 1st of November. And so when that's at its thinnest, that's when the ghosts come. Oh, no. In some ways, in Irish culture, that's seen as a beautiful thing and a good thing. But it can also be a really scary time because we could be visited by mean ghosts. Uh-oh. So what did they do to make sure they weren't visited by mean ghosts? 
I mean, they probably only want to be visited by friendly ghosts. Yeah, absolutely. And so we have all of these strange traditions of if you light a bonfire, which used to mean fire of bones, bone fire, that that would scare away or it would cleanse the air of evil spirits or harm. <laughs> oh, and that's why it's called a bonfire? Yep, because it's a fire of bones to chase the mean ghosts away. Wow. <laughs> But because these ghosts can include the spirits of our ancestors and our loved ones, the Celts also believe that it can also be a time of celebration. Oh, view that's good. Yeah, yeah. Right? They come from the other side, from the other world, that it's a time when they come to visit, and so we celebrate the excitement, the spookiness of... Other ghosts or spirits coming to visit us. But for the mean ghosts, how do you hide from them? Traditionally, people dressed up and went on parades. They would wear masks, disguise themselves. And that might seem like, well, on the one hand, it's great fun, really used as a way to hide. From spirits who might mean harm on you, so you would be hiding from them, oh, no. or you would stop people. You would stop the ghosts from recognizing you because you would be in disguise. You would be wearing a mask, or you'd be wearing some kind of headdress that would hide your face. <laughs> um, there were parades of people dressing up, and people, adults, would go from house to house wearing costumes, just like now they would get candy on trick or treat. An old custom would be to um, be given nuts and apples or whatever the house would offer you. So that's how the idea of trick or treating started. Trick or treat. Yes, to make these spirits happy and keep them away, the Celts offer them yummy treats and even dressed up in spooky costumes to trick the spirits into thinking they were one of them. So what did they give away back in the day? Some people left out uh, bowls or plates of nuts or apples. It was seen as bad luck would come to you if you didn't if you didn't share some of the goods that the goods that have come from the land. Apples and nuts, those sound healthy. Well, back in those days, they didn't have candies like Hershey's, Reese's, or lollipops. They only had candies from nature, like apples or nuts. Other uh, customs were you would leave out a bowl of milk, you would leave out some goodies overnight for the dearly departed spirits, for the ghosts, or your ancestors to come back and feast. And so that was that was a tradition. So it's also a kind of celebration because you're excited for the good ghosts to come. Yeah. Like my grandma and grandpa, they live in heaven. So I want them to come back. One of our family's favorite things about Halloween is the pumpkins and carving them for fun. Could you explain the story behind why we started carving pumpkins? Well, in Ireland, it used to be turnips. Turnips. Is that kind of a vegetable? Yes, turnips are vegetables. They're like big round roots that grow in the ground. You can cook them and eat them in lots of yummy ways, like mashed turnips or roasted turnip fries. So how come we don't carve turnips here? Is it because they're too hard? 
Why pumpkins? When the Irish came to America, turnips weren't so easily found. So the pumpkins have been used ever since, and they're much easier, and they're bigger, and turnips are much smaller. They're much harder. No matter what kind of a knife, they're much harder to carve. You know, uh, uh, an evil, angry-looking face. Boy, I'm glad we don't use turnips for carving because that would be a lot harder than pumpkins. And to our grown-ups, check out our Instagram page at Culture Kids Media to look at some fun photos of turnips that Miss Mara carved. Are there some fun games they used to play in Ireland for Halloween? Yeah, absolutely. And these games were, one of them was you take an apple and you carve out the middle and you, you put a, a piece of string through it and you hang it from the ceiling and turn around. And as you turn around, the apple is, is circulating and the other children would be blindfolded Hands tied behind the back. Oh, you would try to take a bite as the apple seemed to be coming your way. And whoever got the first bite, well, they were the winner of the game. That sounds so hard. Uh, yep. Sounds silly, but fun. Um, another game was um, there'd be a bowl or a bucket of water. Again, blindfold the children. Tie their hands behind their back. And then you dunk your head in and try to take a bite out of the apple. The apples, which are bobbing. They don't want to be caught, these apples. You put your head in, you try to bite them, and they'll wriggle out of the way. Bobbing apples in the water. What if you fall in the water? Yes, I think that could happen sometime, which is why it's important that a grown-up is there to help at all times. Yep. This is actually a pretty common game I've seen at festivals around the world. Another favorite was to go blackberry gathering. There was a belief that Halloween was the very, very, very last day, the day of, not the evening. The day of was the last time you could eat a blackberry. Mm -hmm. And the reason was that there is a creature called a puka, P-U-C-A. Uh-oh. Puka? Because sounds so cute. <laughs> what is it? Puka is a supernatural kind of spooky animal, half goat, half horse, or sometimes it can transfer into being a giant rabbit. And a puka can not only speak and fly and travel into the other world, but it plays tricks on children. A puka sees children out eating blackberries. The puka will spit on the blackberries to stop the children eating them. I don't like blackberries. I'm okay. <laughs> that sounds so interesting. Half goat and half horse. Well, mommy loves blackberries, and now I'm not so sure I want to eat them around Halloween. So wait, why did it become tradition to play so many apple games? All right. It's the time of great harvest. This is from a culture before any refrigeration. And so um, apples and pears, everything would be gathered in for the winter stock. Apples and nuts were two things that were gathered in great quantities. But they, this was also before uh, candy, before sweets. Ah, uh, got it. 
A long time ago in Ireland, apples had a special significance during Halloween because they are closely tied to the harvest season. Could you tell us about some traditional foods that are eaten during Halloween in Ireland? Ah, well, colcannon. Colcannon is um, it's a traditional dinner to have on Halloween night. Uh, before you head out for an evening of fun, and it's a simple dish made up of boiled potatoes, curly kale, and raw onions, and you might add butter, salt, and pepper to it. Yum, 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 yum. People in Ireland would often hide small charms or trinkets, like a ring or a coin, in the colcannon during Halloween celebrations. It was believed that finding one of these items in your serving. Brought good luck and fortune for the coming year, adding a fun and magical element to the Halloween festivities. That's right. That's right. Well, nowadays it's certainly just like America. It's candy. It's chocolate. But as we're talking about ancient Celtic traditions, and even my father, who was born in 1931, you know, the only time they had coffee or candy in the house, they were. Those were goodies that were sent from America because the rest of the time their candy was fruit with apples and and raisins, yeah, and honey. Honey was a、uh, was the sweet. I didn't know this holiday had a deep history dating back forever. Now we know how Halloween started and why we celebrate it. Exactly, and Miss Mora, before you go, do you have a message for our grown-ups and families that might be interested in learning more about the Irish culture? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Facebook, Once Upon a Time in Ireland, and I'm known there as Story Mora. Story Mora is spelled S-T-O-R-Y-M-A-U-R-O. I am also visible on joint Instagram. Also, my website is my Irish spelling of my name: m a i r e c l e r k i n dot com. So, thank you very much for having me, and thank you for being on the show, Miss Mora. Been a real pleasure. Bye bye now. Bye bye. As we wrap up our Halloween journey through Irish culture, remember that every holiday has a rich history just waiting to be explored. By learning about where our traditions come from, we can appreciate the deep roots of these special days. So why not start your own traditions? Create games with apples, like the Irish did a long time ago, or make a special dish like cucumber to share with your family every year. We hope you embrace the spirit of curiosity and make your Halloween celebrations even more magical, just as we've discovered today. Happy spooky Halloween, everyone! Well, we never end our episode without some jokes. Can I go first? Sure. Where do ghosts go on holidays? Where? The Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> nice Bahamas, but 
Okay, can mommy go? Yes. Okay, I have a similar one. Where do fashionable ghosts shop? Where? The boutiques. I don't get it. Boutique is a type of a store where they might sell clothes. So boo boutique. Get it? Now I get it. Well, thanks for joining in on another fun episode of Culture Kids Podcast. And guess what? We have even more Halloween episodes coming up. So please hit subscribe and do us a big, huge favor and leave us a review. And let us know what you want to learn about next. Until next week. all trivia nerds Brittany here and i host the family road trip trivia podcast with my best friend meredith is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest (laughs) we've got the cure three rounds of awesome trivia every week harry potter disney science sports you name it no more silent car troubles the family road trip trivia podcast connect laugh and learn with your kids big and small New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.